Right, hey, before we get into it today, I'd just like to thank the blokes and ladies that keep the lights on here, our sponsors. Better beer, jogging a can, winning a 10, the athlete's choice. Look, no matter what sort of beer you drink, they've got you covered. Go check out their whole range. Country Trucker Caps for keeping our domes out of the sun with all their deadly designs. TikTok Nutrition for keeping our bodies fueled with the good stuff. SP Tools for giving us the best tools for all our projects at home and on the work site. And the True Blue Aussie Book. Kill them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, dice slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first, the boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. Welcome back to another episode of the Alpha Blokes Podcast. Here to give the everyday battler a voice and delete head noise one laugh at a time. Fucking listen to this. Mm. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Better Beer. The only beer to pump. The athlete's choice. Jogging a can. Winning a tin. Mm. Very good. That tastes good. Right. To get involved with this show, Quinn, what do they do, mate? What do they do? Mate, just send me a voice message as an email to carry on at overblokes.com.au, baby. Exactly, and that's how you win the prestigious carry-on cap, only to be one on the show and a better beer pack. So get into it, legends. You've been peppering it lately. It's my favourite time of the week, hearing from all you pelicans. Right, CTC, brought to you by CTC. Head to thecountrycompanies.com for all the awesome designs. The knuckler has ready to rumble. And countrytuckercaps.com, if you've got a hat that you want to make reality, jump on there for your business, a piss up, whatever you're doing. And he's also fired up a discount code for the Alpha Blokes listeners. So use the code word Alpha Blokes, all one word, for a discount at checkout. And as we always do, let's hear from the big weapon himself. Strap in, it's time again for Knuckles Property on. Hey, Legends, just Knuckles here calling up his proper true yarn of the week. Mate, first of all, how the fucking good was Elite Radio? Mm, like, that is my fucking crowd up there. <laughs> Shout out to Quentin and Sandy for putting on a fucking incredible show. Like, to have that in your backyard and build that into what he has. Yeah, mate. That's fucking phenomenal. You know, like, fucking true credit to him. And shout out to everyone that fucking come up and 
had the fucking Your Boys merch on and my merch on and got a photo and fucking told a few mad yarns and just a fucking great weekend away. And, um, yeah, so you boys already know this yarn, but I think the fucking whole, whole fucking rest of Australia and the world should um, <laughs> fucking... What about um, Quinn's water truck? Oh, like, yeah. so we're all there. I won't elaborate. I'll fucking, I'll let you boys tell everyone. But, yeah, how's that for a fucking proper true yarn? And uh, fuck me, Dad. Poor bastard. I haven't spoken to him since. I think he's in Canada. But, yeah, fucking tell everyone out there about fucking poor old Quino's water truck. Yeah, so we covered that. We covered that, that in the recap of last week. Yeah. But, yeah, that was fucking wild. And this shows you how good of a bloke Quentin is, right, the sense of humour he's got. Because about 10 seconds after... That he told that yarn to everyone about his fire truck going. I mean, brain can't help it. I saw an opportunity to drop a joke. It might have been a bit too soon, but the fire was roaring, right? Yeah, roaring right. up, and there was wood real nice around the around the fire up high, and they were trying to get the hose and shit. And I said, "Anyone got a water truck?" <laughs> <laughs> and he had a good laugh. But yeah, no, <laughs> they're in Canada at the moment. Hopefully really enjoying themselves over there, and they fucking deserve it. So, yeah, 100%. What are they going, the Calgary Stampede or something? Mate, I, I am not sure, to be no, honest right with on. you. But, yeah, he sent me a selfie of him in the airport having a beer. So, hopefully deserving some much, like, really well-earned time off. So Yeah, good stuff. No, nah, good shit. Um, yeah, a couple of things. It's been unreal seeing a couple of legends getting stuck into their work using the Alpha Yabby. A couple of people have put the videos on the trendsetter pages Mate, it's um, it's unreal to see. Like, I knew that it'd work, but it's great to see other people actually going and taking it, and you know, going for a fish and catching Finding some fish on it. Exactly. Yeah. So, if you're keen to get into that, jump on alphalures.com.au and subscribe to the email. Um, it'll be sent out at six when they're available. The link straight to the website. Pete's been slaving away, pumping yabbies, belting yep. his shoulder, so you can save belting yours. So get amongst it. Oh, and. The merch drop, you have all been peppering us for since the last one. I think the last one we did with this, this run was UFC last year. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, we got the OG drop. The hats are here. The fucking shirts are here. We can't you wait. You keep saying last year, it's this week's episode and um, UFC was the start of the year. Was it? Yes. Look, mate, it's a fucking, we got a bit on, right? We do. So, this year. <laughs> same year. Yeah, it was this year. It was the same year. But, yeah, anyway. We're back. OG drop. That's right. And I fucking can't wait to see even more people running around with the kid on. And the thing is with the hats, too, some of them that I've seen, made are barely noticeable. They're that perished. You yeah, know, the, the boys, boys got in their work. Got into their work. So you can have a working hat and a going out hat. There you go. But yeah, get amongst it, guys. So you'll hear all about that before the 31st of August. And I thought you, I'd give you a bit of an update about the bagpipes, right? Because everyone's mm. peppering it. Fear not, we will find a way. It's just hard at the moment because we sussed out the mob in town here and it's on a Wednesday night, which is the absolute non-goods for the stuff that we got going here. Quino's busier than a one-armed bricklayer in Baghdad on a Wednesday night. So we will sort it, though. We will sort it. I just wanted to give you a bit of an update. We haven't forgotten about it. We really want to make it happen. It's just, you know, boys have got a bit on. Mm. But leave it with us, guys. We get shit done here. We get shit done. Right, who's picking? Cambodian. I am. I'm up. You are up. Fucking oath. Can't wait to hear you blokes lift us off the couch. And ladies, let's go. Let's do it. Quinn, Cam, Tommy. How are you legends going? Good, mate. 
Peter here, Bush Poet and Bovine Bender. Now, fellas, I'm going to hit your listening gear with a poem. Beautiful. This poem is also a proper yarn. And this proper yarn was written, uh, shit, a few mango seasons ago. And it's just about the time I helped a mate out when he got bogged down the river. Beautiful. It was a quiet afternoon, just sitting around at home, when my mate's missus calls me up in distress on the phone. She said, Connor's got the Hilux bogdies up to his guts in sand. Pete, could you please come out and give us a helping hand? I said, yep, no worries at all. I'll be out there in a few. So I jumped in the BT-50, hit that highway, and I bloody flew. When I got out to that river, well, I turned the music down. I was listening to the motor. That's when I heard an awful sound. So I popped the bonnet, jumped out. That engine was chuffing away. But that chuffing sound was coming from a damaged injector, and I thought, what a fucking day. (laughs) Well, I jumped back in, cranked the music, trying to drown out that horrible noise. Because even when your car's threatening to die on you, you don't dog the boys. We made our way down to that Hilux. I said, don't worry, mate, I'll get you out. Because I knew next time we hit the pub, Connor would be on the shout. Well, I had that strap snapping tight, pulling hard, redlining through the gears. And I thought after today's good deed, it definitely deserved some beers. Well, those front tyres were grabbing hard, back tyres were spitting sand in the air. And we both knew we were running out of daylight and had to get out of there. Well, I got that Hilux out. Connor couldn't thank me enough when handing me a beer. Then we both looked at my chuffing rig and said, let's get out of here. We had to make our way back up a rock wall, a sketchy looking track. Connor took the lead. I decided to stay back. When I reached the top of that rock wall, Connor's face was a portrait of despair because that sketchy mongrel rock wall of a track had shredded his tyre and he didn't have a spare. Well, I felt bad leaving him out there on his own. But he said, mate, you better hit that highway quick before you have a long walk home. That night he gave me a call to see if I'd made it back okay. He said, thanks again, Flano, you're a bloody legend. You really saved the day. Well, that's what mates do. You pull each other out of the shit, but you really don't mind if you both end up in it. Now, that's a story that I'm happy to recall. And believe me, the truth is what I say, because it's when Flano and his BT-50 got called to pull the Hilux out and save the bloody day. Well done, Fucking well done. How good's that, eh? Great yarn. Very fucking great start. Going to be hard to beat that one. Boys, uh, Dan here again from Newcastle. Just um, ringing up with a joke, a bit of a joke this time. Um, Been holding on to this for a while. I got told it as a kid and I don't get to let it out of the cage much. So, But you aren't here to tell me to shut up, so fucking cop this, I suppose. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So there's a year three class and they've got a substitute teacher for the day. And um, she comes in, she says, I understand we've been learning about syllables class. And this little ringer fella down the front jumps up, shoots his hand in the air, says, Miss, miss, can I tell you about how we've been learning about him? She says, yeah, righto, mate, go ahead, tell us what's going on. He says, um, well, well, my name's Alfred Carter. You've got your, your ALF is your ALF, your RED is your RED, is your Alfred, your CAR is your CAR, is your RED CAR, is your Alfred CAR, and your TER, which is your TER, which is your CARTER, your RED CARTER, your Alfred CARTER. She says, oh, well done, mate. Very good. Sit down. Um, she proceeds to go through the rest of the class and gets every kid up to do their thing. And she gets to the end and there's this little foreign kid down the back and, and she says, come on, mate, up you get. And he goes, oh, I, d- I don't know if I should. I've got, a, I've got a really long last name. And she says, oh, that's all right, mate. Give it a crack. 
So he jumps up and, oh, okay, well, my name's Archibald Ozelton. You've got your A-R-C-H-I, which is your Archie. Your B-A-L-D is your bald, is your Archibald. Your A-R-S is your arse, is your bald arse, is your Archibald arse. Your O-L-E is your ole, is your asshole, is your bald asshole, is your Archibald asshole. <laughs> and your T-O-R-N, which is your torn, is your old torn, is your asshole torn, is your bald asshole torn, is your Archibald asshole torn. <laughs> Thanks, miss. I feel better now. And sits back down. Anyways, that's my long, long-winded thing. So... Have a good day, boys, and I'll, uh, I'll in here and out here, and that's about all I need, so I'll just go and sit back on the lounge and watch TV. So, <laughs> catches. Well done, mate. That's uh, That takes a lot of memory yeah. and practice and shit to nail it like that. So yeah, no one's repeating that joke pretty quick. Nah, nah, that's right. That's a fucking very, uh, very well-told joke, that one. Very good. I haven't heard that before either. Good on you, mate. Boys! Mm. Sandy Sausage here again. After the close call and loss to the Statsman last talk back, I thought, fuck it. I'm going to try again to win that cap. On your so mic. I'm back. Now, I used to work at a gym for four years, so brace yourselves, as I've got a few stories, especially about the locker rooms and change rooms that I'm going to share with you. One day, a bloke came out. He approached me and said, mate, I don't know what I did in there, but it won't go down. And he just walked off. Now, if you've ever experienced a protein fart or shit before, you can only imagine what I was just about to walk in and deal with. Mm. I went in and the smell hit me instantly. Straight in the snozzer. (laughs) I knew that that stall had a turd in it. No exaggeration, this thing was the size of my arm, from elbow to the fingertips. One turd, no break in the line. I was equal parts amazed and disgusted at at this monstrosity. You'd flush the toilet, the water would try to swirl around and go down this thing, and it would reveal the monster in all of its girth. Between Bunnings and the gym, I swear these are the main places that these sneaky cooked burritos shall sneak up and lay, be laid to rest. Mm. Another time I witnessed a bloke going ham doing sit-ups as naked as the day he popped out of his mother's vertical sandwich. Doesn't sound too bad, right? Nah, this dude had his feet facing the entrance of the locker room. So myself and any other innocent bystander would walk in and boom! Cop this fella's freckle staring deep into your soul. Wow. I needed a priest to perform an exorcism on this fucking image just to get the thing out of me head. I froze. I didn't know what to do. I walked out. Ten minutes later, the bloke walked out, locked eyes with me and said, See you later, mate. I tell you one thing working in a gym has taught me as a young fella. It's the older you get, the less of a fuck you give about who sees your date. (laughs) So now that I've re-put that image back in my head, I'm going to go buy the finest bottle of Japanese whiskey that I can with my $40 note and delete that image out of my fucking head once again. Hooroo, boys! Hooroo! Oh, that's... You just don't expect to deal with that. Like, the, the you know, Lord of the Turds at the gym. 
I agree, so, I agree with him with the older you get, the more you don't give a fuck about people seeing you. Or just about anything. I remember in Canada when that sports centre there, and that was the last time I've seen like fucking 20 blokes just naked just getting into their work. Yeah, just not even a um, an eyelid batter, eh? No. Like as in just it's trudging just... around, the towel's still on the rack. Yeah. And they're just trudging around, and I'm going, where the fuck am I? Yeah, it's just like meat and potatoes, eh? Yeah. Like, and they're just fucking... Yeah, it's like it's like they're not even in the slightest of rushes to put a put a no. something on. No. Mm. Helps being a shower too in that situation. Definitely. But I think even even the pin lords out there later in life don't give a fuck either. Like they're not there to impress anyone, are they? Nah, that's right. Yep. Uh, and that's a couple of eye openers there, bros. Thanks, mate. On you. Tommy, Cam, Quinn, how are we, boys? Good, mate. I'll make this quick because it's a long one. But we're going a few years back now. Um, me and me, mate, freshly 17. Um, he said to me, let's go for a drive. Just got me license, freshly 17. And I said, yeah, right, I wake up the next morning. Let's go to Blackwell. Got a bit of family out there. I wanted to go catch up with him. Anyhow, we pick up, we on the float through Dolby, pull into Dolby there and pick up a couple of Sheilas. And we get about 30 k's out of Tambo. And by then, these Sheilas had had a fucking gut full of piss. And me, mate, had had a couple. And um, there's this hitchhiker on the side of the road, and we float past him, as you do, and um, get about 200, 250, 300 metres past him, and uh, these shields eventually convince me to, oh, no, go pick him up. Eventually convince me to turn around and pick this bloke up. Pull over and um, need a lift, mate? He's real fucking weird, cunt. Anyway, he jumps in, and he's got this black duffel bag, and he's clinging onto it both hands, and um, we get a few we get a few k's down the track, and... Uh, making casual conversation to me, mate. And I said to him, what's in your bag, mate? And he just looks at me with stone-cold eyes in the rear-view mirror and says, get fucked, I'm not telling you. And I thought, oh, fuck, here we go. I'm going to get stabbed or something here, something's going to happen. Anyway, I get a few few more k's down the road and me mate eventually says to him, right, what's in your fucking bag, mate? Looks at me again, says, get fucked, I'm not telling you. Anyhow, we get a bit further down the road and by then these shields in the back and he's shitting himself, I'm shit- we're all shitting ourselves. And um, we asked him again, Right, mate, what's in your fucking bag? And he says, get fucked, I'm not telling you. So I've sl- pulled the car over, slammed the fucking brakes on. He's jumped out, threw the bag in the back of the car, pissed off into the scrub, never saw the cunt again. Boys, this is why you don't pick up hitchhikers. You wouldn't believe what was in this fucking bag, eh? No, actually, get fucked, I'm not telling you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, boys. Stay out of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell, that's Fuck all. off! I want to know what was in the bastard. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, eh? Because I was thinking there when he was like, I didn't know. I'm like, it's probably a joke, but I'm like, this might be a yarn. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, and because when he's saying like, um, get fucked, I'm not telling you. Straight away, I'm thinking, if you didn't want someone to know it was in your bag, you'd literally go, oh, it's some clothes and shit, bro. But, nah, that, yeah, was, good. Yeah. that was good, mate. Fucking <laughs> He did well saying, like, he was going to Dolby and all that sort mm, of shit. Yeah. yeah, exactly. What would it take you to pick one up, you reckon? Like, what, situ- oh, what situation? Have you? This yeah, is a I remember I, I told earlier, and I had hardly any fuel. Yeah, yeah I was like, TAFE days, nah. I, d- I said, oh, I was only going to drop him at the my turn off. Yeah. And he goes, oh, at least get me to Calliope. And that was when it was the old crossroads. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I just dropped him there. Yeah. Ah, he was all right. I don't know. He was just trying to get on his way. I still remember one of me, um, those moments, obviously early episodes as well, when I was still battling the beef road. I just had a brain fart that day. Didn't fuel me car up and just conked out. Had to fucking 
hitchhike to the servo and get by the most expensive jerry can on earth and get a hitchhike back to fill it up. That was a humbling day for me. Yeah. Carrying on up until then about never picking up hitchhikers and shit. Here's fuckface standing with me thumb out, just going, what a dumb cunt. Just didn't put fuel in me car. Yeah. Yep, we all have those days, people. <laughs> uh, good stuff, mate. I'm punching Tommy. Board Captain Pam. And quit hopping Quinny. <laughs> How the fuck are we, boys? Good, mate. Hope yous are good, because I am full of piss and fucking vinegar. So <laughs> strap in or strap on, and I'm going to tell you why. Fucking equipment operators. Now, I get it. Some of us poor bastards are working away, and we're doing it for a week or two weeks, and some of us miserable cunts are even doing it for three. But for fuck's sake, if you're going to have a pool in the cab, take the evidence with you. Because if I get called out to one more fucking dozer that some absolute grub has decided to leave their dick milk container in or their fucking crusty tissues wedged beneath the fucking seat, I'm going to burn the cunt down with you in it. Sort your fucking self out, mate. Anyways... Just want to give a quick shout out to the absolute legend who hit us with that kind of a day joke a couple episodes back. You absolutely fucking folded me. And if I ever run India, your next beer is on me. Right up. Stay out of yourselves, legends. Yeah, man. Shit. That is just not play on. They must have been in the wash plant game. Must be like proper just sitting on the pole. Yeah, on the dozer push or something. On the dozer push. Yeah. Something. Because that. You got a bit on when you're trying to. Keep the fucking bin full. Oh, mate. Just throw, get it out the window. Something. Just, that is not play on leaving your load in anything in a cab. I reckon a dump truck, you know those dump truck drivers? Yeah. Surely fucking they'd get into their work. Oh, mate. That That'd first... be the boringest fucking job ever. Mate, like, I shout to... out to you, but fuck. I used to do it, like there was a period there when we were doing our training to run rejects from the um, wash plant yeah, to the dump. Yeah. And so I got me like haul truck thing. And, mate, some of the hardest fucking nights to stay awake were like that night one and two in that because it's so, e- it's, it's so easy to drive. Automatic, boom, off you go. It's got the retarder to fucking yep. slow down. Literally, the lever to pull it and dump it, it's the fucking, it's easy as. But, mate, when you're tired, just, and it's chugging up a big hill or something, but you'll just headbutt the steering wheel. So, uh, look, I never did it, but I can sure there'd be a bloke absolutely giving himself a hiding. Well, yeah, when you're tired in those machines and on night shift, the last thing you'd want to do is give yourself a pull and fucking. Go Especially, to sleep. I think, Big Brother's watching a lot of them now, too. Yeah, like yeah. The old, imagine if someone went to a site from an old farm site or something, where he's used to just chugging himself in the um, in the machine, and he yeah. went to one with the cameras on it, and here he is at the pre-start just smashing himself. Well, you look at um, fair few of those girls are just getting into their work on the OnlyFans in the tractors. Are they? Yep. Yeah. Right. Not that I've seen them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I do not have only fans. So. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you just subscribe to other people. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. But remember, like, we told this yarn as well, but, yeah, the old dozer where we did our apprenticeship, someone got caught having a pull in one of those, and it was the love dozer from then on out. Yeah, it was. The lackeys were throwing rocks on him from the top of the conveyor. Yeah. Yeah, bros, fucking the love dozer due for a 250-hour service. Go and pick her up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Yeah, don't. Don't be grubs, people. G'day, boys. I'm fucking flying in. It's full send Franks here. Oh. And anyways, uh, I've got a joke for you. What's the fucking worst case of illnesses? In my opinion, it's Alzheimer's and diarrhea. Because you're running, but you don't know fucking where. Fucking <laughs> 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 oh, mate. Oi, fellas. How's it going? It's Uncle Jack, are we? Jack. Good old mate of uh, full send Franks. Look, boys. Have you ever thought about calling yourselves the Ricochet Boys? You know. Tom, Kim, Quinn. Speaking of bloody good ripper, buddy, nicknames, I got a good one for you, boys. I got a supervisor who's a bit of a fuckwit. Anyways, we fucking brought this cunt to the pub and he was acting like a dickhead and we went, nah, no more. Never again. Fuck that cunt. So, anyways, next day we go to the pub and he rocks up and he goes, boys, why the fuck didn't you invite me? What the fuck's the go here? I went, nah. Well, whatever, mate. And he goes, Fuck you, cunts, and leaves us. Anyway, so he earned himself his fucking nickname, The Milk. Because when you leave the milk out, the milk goes off. Holy. Stay out of yourselves. See ya. Was that two blokes or three blokes? Two. 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 The boys have had a skinful, too, by the sound of that. I love the Tom Can Quinn. Yeah, old Ricochet. Ricochet. Oh, old Rude used to say that, eh? The old um, Prime yeah. Minister from Delhi, Dong yeah. Xiaoping. Yeah, <laughs> Dong Xiaoping. Yeah. Same name sound like a fucking Ricochet. <laughs> oh, yeah, mate. That's that's beautiful. Well done, boys. Hope you're still fucking um, on your feet there. I reckon that would have nursed a good hangover the uh, morning after that. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Do I ever fucking carry on for you, cunts? Sounds like you do. <laughs> Fuck. Anyways, fucking getting into it. Now, I'm a farmer, and as a farmer, we do some pretty fucked up, fucking gross things sometimes. Some fucking shitty jobs that make us want to fucking vomit, and this fucking carry on is no fucking doubt one of those fucking jobs. Mm. Anyways... Fuck me, do our fucking machinery decide to break down at the fucking dumbest times? Now, I'm a chook and sheep farmer. I work with ewes and chooks, obviously, as I just said. Um, fucking, every single morning we have to go through the chook sheds and we have to cull any that need to be culled and pick up any dead ones and we put, it, put them in the bucket of our front end loader and we go bury them at the end when we're all done. Um... Fucking, so anyways, going along, um, at the end of it, matter two, our front end loader, decide to fucking shit itself, start a motor, fucked, um, won't start, which is, you know, a side effect of the start motor, fucking up, mm. Mm. um, and fuck's sake, all the dead chickens have been in the bucket for two hours, because the fucking thing won't start in the fucking sun, and as oh. you can imagine, they fucking stink. So I had to get the Deutz, which is an old tractor with the bucket on the front, and run it over. 
and basically transfer by hand all these fucking dead birds, and there's probably over 200 of them, Jesus. from one bucket to another. With my fucking hands. I had gloves on, thank fuck, and I had a mask on, which sort of covered the smell. But dry heaving the entire fucking time took me about 20 minutes to do it. Oh, fuck. Me! (laughs) Anyways. Oh, fucking hell, boys. That's my fucking story for today. Fucking stay to yourselves, you fucking greasy old cunts. Fuck! Do you know what I love about, like, this whole setup is that, like, no other time in this world or earth or time frame could that be turned into, like, a positive thing where, like, he's had a cunt of a day, he's got a heap of dead chooks, it's fucking stopped, he's had to get the thing up there to get Mm. it off, but just to be able to ring up, especially the fuck, like, as in, I just know exactly where he's coming from, eh, when you just... Just fucking those sort of days where you just go, get fucked. Everything is bullshit. You know what makes me laugh? That fuck. You know, like that Tom Hardy movie with this, the two brothers acting. Legend, Legends, yeah, Legends, yeah. yeah. And when he does that scene about going off, mm. when you get like, you know what you reckon? Fucking fuck. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that is a fucking good one. I'm here for a fucking shootout. What's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking shootout? <laughs> yeah. Uh, good stuff, mate. Thanks for letting us know your um, kind of a day. Two hundred chooks. Oh, that's a fucking turnover. Must have been a bit of mayo on the daily then. Yeah, like that must yeah, be like yeah, a weekly no. fucking like obviously dealing with a lot of chooks, but like two hundred chooks on the daily, bro. You're fucking. That's a bit of chook. Might um, stay away from that one. Yeah. RSPCA be out, mate. Oh, died of natural causes, mate. Two hundred old chooks. Natural causes. <laughs> <laughs> Chook fucker. <laughs> I'll talk of the chook fucker. Thanks for calling in, Joe. I thought it was talk of the goat fucker. Oh, well, he doesn't have goat Tucker, he's, Tucker's got a bit on. He's a bit of a fucker. Yeah. Well, when your name's Tucker, unfortunately, <laughs> you're, you're a fucker. Yeah. Tucker up, Russ. <laughs> That's right. Fuck, you've got to, you'd have to be off your parents, wouldn't you? For having the last name, Tucker. Or oh, even the first name, Tucker. Is there some Tuckers out there? Tucker, yeah. Didn't we work with a Tucker? Yeah, his last name was Tucker. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you I can't think be I, off I, your parents for having a last name. No, no. I reckon I've worked with a Tucker. Like Have a, you? On a shuddy. Surely he was the fucker of something. Yeah. Tucker Wouldn't you just call him fucker? fucker? Yeah. That'd be funny as fuck. Well, you could. <laughs> Definitely. It was could. like an, an English name um, on the back of it. Oh, we got Google back. We won't. What's a. Yeah. What, what's an English name? Wait, wait, t- t- <laughs> type in Tucker. See how many names and people with their first name Tucker. Write in Tucker the and see what comes up. How many people have Tucker as their first name? 0.32 people named Tucker for every 100,000 Americans. There's a few getting around. A few yeah. fuckers. A few fuckers. Look, wouldn't be me. Um, wouldn't be on the top ten of mm. things I'd call. Twenty ninth most popular name on FamilyEducation.com. Wait, how many? Fuck off. How many? Fuck off. How Tuck. many people you reckon have like named their kid something all stoked with it? Didn't do the research in, and then one of the boys on the piss has just dropped one of these like rhyme and things, and they just went fuck. Yeah. Had to have happened a few times, though, with a few different names out there. Definitely. That is the big, that is the hardest thing. Like if you haven't had kids yet, 
me being the overthinker that I am, like coming up with a name for your kid, especially when my job is to fucking just pick out things that are funny and like what names rhyme with what. Fuck, it's a process, eh? To come up with, oh, does it rhyme with that? What are the, what's the um, the first letter make in one word like for each name? Because the parents oh. have seriously fucked up over the years. Seriously fucked up. Unfortunate yep. names, mate. You know, and you bump into a few of them. The ones that I don't get are the two same names, like James James, or like that's a that, shit. That annoys me. And then a normal name, and you have to throw like a ah or like something stupid on the end of it. Mm. And then they get offended when you're not calling them their proper name. Yeah, or it's just spelt fucking cooked. They get the shits. Oh, oh, those people too that have to go spell it some some yeah. way different. Ah, uh, the, the silent Z. I'm probably good at that because I fucking fuck up my spelling. So yeah, they'd be impressed with me. Yeah. Spelling with daddy. Yeah, spelling with daddy. Move oh, on? Yeah, move on. Hey, boys. Hey, mate. Yeah, hey, it's the fish from Cairns. The fish. Got a bit of a serious one today, actually. I've seen a couple of jokes in here and there, but this one's a little bit more serious. So um, I just wanted to ring up and sort of with a bit of motivational thing, I guess. Uh, about two, been over two years ago there, I got myself in a bit of trouble. Uh, got myself in a little bit of trouble with the law. Nothing insane, but, you know, just misbehaved a little bit and within a couple of months I lost my job and you know I got three kids and a missus and because I wasn't you know I didn't have a job it come time to renew our lease and I I couldn't afford the rent so we had to give the house up so I went and lived with the in-laws and you know it just got a bit rough there for a while mate like that's all and so I just um you know but I just wanted to say that now it's it's taken a little while but I've got a new job we moved towns so I moved up to far north Queensland from down south and I love it up here and I've got myself a new job that I've had for a fair while now. I've actually uh, just been made leading hand and I'm on pretty good coin. I've just bought myself a new Hilux and, you know, the missus got a new car. She's working too now. She's, you know, she's bloody doing good. She's on good coin as well. We've got ourselves another house, you know, a little four-bedroom place that we can call our own and, you know, the kids are going to school and, you know, I just kind of had a moment today where I sat back and went, fuck, you know, like... It's all turned out all right, you know. It got rough there for a while, but it's all pulled through all right. And so I just wanted to say, boys, that, you know, I think that you guys might have played a part in that, even if it was only, you know, a 2% part. I think you played a part in that, you know, keeping me chin up every day, keep pushing, keep grinding. I just wanted to say to any other listeners out there that, you know, if you if you keep grinding, boys, you'll get through it. You might be in a shit period. I know I definitely fucking was, but I kept going, and it took a bit longer than I thought it would, but we come through it, and... uh and, yeah, you will come through it. And, uh, you know, just run your own race and, yeah, it's a fish over and out. See ya, boys. Great message, mate. That's fucking awesome. Fucking oh. You know, I think... Um, I love a redemption story too, eh? Hey? You've made a fuck up and you've come back out on top. Yeah, made a fuck up, owned it, you know, moved the ship period for a while there and got back on the horse. So I think that's a good one. Like, you hear a lot of those inspirational quotes online for all these people that are... You know, got the platform and shit, but it's really cool to, you know, hear from a bloke. Good like, hearing a relationship still um is there at the end as well. Yeah, we that's don't know right. the full backstory, but yeah, most people in this world now, everyone's a bit soft and just goes, oh well, he's got drama. See you later. Yeah, so no, that's good, mate. I'm glad you got it all back on track, mate. And I'm glad that we could fucking provide that little two percent for you to have a bit of a laugh throughout it and um. Yeah, just remember, lads, there is a fucking light at the end of the tunnel. You might feel like you're in a position where there's just no exit, but just keep grinding and fucking get through that one day at a time. 
and eventually something will fucking happen for you if you keep giving it a crack, eh? I'm, I'm a pretty big believer in karma. You know, you try and do the right thing by people and yourself and stuff like that. Own your fuck-ups. Try and do a good thing and it'll turn around for you. So, unreal to hear, Fish. Glad you're going good, mate. I reckon there's nothing stronger when you say, I really need to sort myself out. And then you turn it, you turn around. Turn yourself around, yeah. yeah. That's mate, that's unreal. the first step. Yeah. That's, Submitting. The, that's the first step in turning your shit around. Oh, it's the piss that's fucking me up. It's the gambling that's fucking yeah. me up. These cunts fuck me over. Trust rah, me, we've rah. all been there. Go and find a mirror. Look in the fucking thing. Yep. And realise that you are the only one that's fucked your life up and you're the only one who can fix it. Fuck yeah. As soon as you do that, that's the first step of fixing shit. So, nah, unreal, mate. Thanks for the call. Boys. String bean checking in, lads. String. Just thought I'd call up and give you a thumb. Bit of a yarn about the way you treat people and, you know, good things come into those who are good people. So, through what I do for work, there's um, a wholesaler that I have to go to fucking a couple times a week. Now, all the boys from work have to go there all the time, and there's this this woman that works there. She, um, look, she's ugly as sin, to be honest. She's a lovely fucking lady. All the boys keep taking the piss out of her, like, they give a shit thinking that um, she looks like a bloke. And I, I'm always, I always try and go out of my way to be nice to her. I, like, I treat her like shit. I try to be nice to her, and because no one deserves to be fucking talked about behind their back and shit like that. So, I'm always friendly to her. I'm gonna say, hey, how you going? Have a chat, whatever else. Um, so the other week I rock up there, and uh, she comes out and she's not in the best mood. And I was like, what's, what's, what's up? She goes, oh, all these other pricks around here, they just, they treat me like shit. Fucking think that I'm fucking ugly. They think I look like a bloke, blah, blah, whatever else. I'm like, oh, that's that's no good. Um, and then she turns around and says, yeah, but you're always really nice to me, and I, I appreciate that, and I want to show my appreciation. So she goes, um, how about a blowjob? Like, well, yeah, I'll fucking won't say no to that. So pull up in my truck, jump out, go out into the go into the storeroom of the place she works, get the job done. So thanks, thanks, love, and get out of there. And, <laughs> Walk out with a fucking smile on my face. Only issue is fucking... I can't get the fucking taste out of my mouth now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, catch it, lads. I can see that. I can see that coming. Yeah, Literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> coming. Oh, fucking hell. Hey, good stuff. Still trying to wrap my head around that. Yeah, I thought I was getting serious and I'm laughing. Yeah, ugly as sin. I'm like, oh, this thing must be hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she was a bloke. Mm. She was. Mm. <laughs> she was. Or did he go the lick? Is a blowjob blow just a ch- like sucking dick? I think it is because isn't the... Well, I'd never say, gee, where's I gave... Such and such a bloke. No, nah, no, nah, me neither. So that, I was just making sure because I'm trying to figure out if she was actually a bloke or not and that blowjob part means she was. Yeah. Sorry, that's just me thinking out loud there. Great work, mate. That was good. I, I remember I was... school days when you're talking about sex with girls and boys and stuff like that and chicks would actually think you had to blow on it when it was like primary school. Have you ever had one try? No, no. No. No, no, they like, <laughs> no, no, it was some girl that was like, must be going to see one of me mates and going, do you actually blow on it? And I'm going, no, no, you suck on it. Oh, you should have stitched her up. Fuck, that was early days. Like, I was getting scared. I'm like, fucking, 
I was having those stupid chats at like, I don't even know if it was grade seven. Yeah, you you fucking really kicked off early, bruss. I was like a sex therapist for fucking primary school. I think that's why daddy's a bit, um, you know, you're a bit advanced in that game. Like, because a lot of us are going through what you probably did, you know, in your teens. At the, at the moment. I don't know. I reckon there'd be people well above me now. I was probably a young starter, but some of the stories I'm hearing, there's people. Oh, it'd be it's shocking. Yeah, it would be now, eh? Like, but when we were at that age, but man, our parents' age, like that, it would have been probably normal to be 17, 18, lose your virginity. Yeah, it was like as in well, maybe I, older. But um, yeah, older men, like as in they didn't know shit until they actually did it with someone or their mate physically told them. Now with the internet, like we didn't have that in primary school still. No. Nah. Internet or um, Googling shit or porn sites and stuff like nah. that. We had nothing. That come in in high school. So you imagine Which the Which I'm very now. glad about. You don't want to be exposed to that stuff at too young of an age. No going, way. Am I meant to be doing that or like, yeah, it's fucked. Mate, some of the shit people could stumble across, there'd be some fucking 14-year-old losing their virginity thinking this chick's about to just rip in there and fucking be keen. Yeah, oh, it's just... I'm not even a big fan of how early they do the fucking sex classes and shit. Was it sex ed? Well... Like, the... there's a bit of controversy. Like, why are you talking to kids about oral... Yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. I, but prim- I, I think it's important because people can, because kids can access that sort of shit. I think it's important to actually tell them reality of that's not re- like that's not how it happens, sort of thing. Yeah, you know, like sex ed's fucking important because that's that's how it's all like it's a lot easier for us. Worst that can happen for us is we um, can get a STD or something like that. Um, we can get a chick pregnant, but that's not our body and our life. Like, a chick makes one mistake, man. That's and right. And she's fucking pregnant. Yeah. Where we make one mistake and it's not that big a risk. So I think it's very important to have sex ed. It's probably younger than it used to be because they're watching all this shit. At Birds and the bees. That's why. That's all you want is your kids to be comfortable enough to go come and ask you a question or something. Mm. Yeah, it's saying that it became like a propelled because of HIV and AIDS in the early 80s in Australia. Like that's when it really kicked off. In you Australia. know, AIDS was called, or you have to fact check this for me, GRID or something before AIDS? GRID. Gay-related immune deficiency. <clears throat> Disease was that's crazy. GRID. GRID. Gay-related immune deficiency. That's hectic. They had to change it to AIDS. I'm you not. boys been queering on the grid? <laughs> you boys? <laughs> hey, you boys been queering? <laughs> Just yeah. getting into the grid. <laughs> Just getting stuck into the grid world. <laughs> yeah, uh, grid's pretty full on when you go to that. Remember that clip that went off back in the day, right Like right early on, where it's like, I feel sorry for parents and sex ed teachers yeah, nowadays? Yeah. Now it's about the birds and the bees, mm. the bees and the bees. The birds used to be uh, bees, the bees used to be birds, the birds that look like bees, and bees that look like birds would still have a, a fucking stinger. stinger. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good stuff. Grid. Oh, I know. That's, yeah, that's right. Let's get off the I grid. Wasn't, let's wasn't, hop off the grid, eh? Let's hop off the grid. I'm full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, Poppy! Hello, boys and Queefy. I want to tell you the story about the local weird cunt down here in Dad Kissing Country. Um, similar to Drunken Duncan, we had fucking whack Zach. And whack, do I tell you? 
I used to work in the pubs, and um, whenever he wasn't, you know, trying to uh, sneak sneak on in, you saw him walking down the street in a fucking dress. He had two teeth, and his hair tied up. Yeah, he's a he was a weird cunt. He had a tooth for every brain cell. Anyway, this one time he comes into the pub, and he, you know, up to the bar, and yeah, can I have a PB, please? Here we go again. Oh, you don't see him too pissed. Anyway. Give him a beer, and as he's walking away, and as he's really wet on the on the floor, I think, fuck, don't tell me he spilled his beer again. So, anyway, I go around and look to clean it up, and it's I notice it's not coming out of his beer, but it's coming out the bottom of his fucking jeans. This cunt has been standing at the bar, pissing himself. Anyway, so yep, spent the next 10, 15 minutes mopping up weird oh. cunt's piss oh. before I go and kick him the fuck out. Anyway, that's probably why I'm not working in the pubs anymore. Anyway, boys, get the fuck out of each other. Catch ya. Yeah, I, to me, like, whack Zach, drunken Duncan, the world's a better place when these sort of people exist to me. Because I'm all about entertainment, bruss. You know, like, imagine if, imagine if no weird person existed. Imagine if everyone was just straight down the line, had a job, they went to work every day, went home, and that was it. And there wasn't any drunken Duncans or whack Zacks or Tony Pepperonis. China for me. That's what China reminded me of. I'm like one of the people watching. I'm like just the same person doing the same thing. Yeah, no right. One, so there's no, no, one, no. Well, when I was over there, anyway, I just no one, no one made my day. Yeah. See, that's that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. those people. At least Japan. Like there's some fucking idiot dressed up like a cat or something. Yeah, that's right. Give you a bit of fucking entertainment, yeah, change the day up. Oi, what do we got here? Catman. Fucking get into it. <laughs> On the Mario Kart's next minute we're at a fucking pig cafe. Yeah. Like, it's just one of those things that these blokes, although they don't know, they don't know it, provide fucking entertainment for other people. It's like what they were put on this earth for, you know? Drunken Duncan's going to really fuck himself up, but he's going to provide entertainment for multiple years in this town. It might be a different thing when um, you're working at a venue and you're sick of old mate coming in. Oh, 100%. Yeah, that, not for everyone, but for certain people, they provide much, like, they provide value. They do. Put it this way. If you could choose to either have those people in the world or not, what would you choose? I'd choose to have a few of them. Just not as many as there is. Not there. as many. There's too like many. One per, one per town sort of thing. Oh, I gave fucking ten. Shout out to Ange. Yeah, yeah, Ange. That's right. <laughs> Ange. It's yeah. already the other day. Did you? Yeah. How's, so. she, how's she going? She was wearing like um, really rainbow pants. Mm. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> if she come up into the studio and started carrying on, we would not want too many of those weirdos. Yeah. I don't know. I just think there's there's definitely a place for them in this world, especially with how serious and fucking shit like some things are getting. This is a bit of a hard one today. I've got one in my mind. There you go. I might have to give away. Oh, on, to- on this topic, how's like – um. In the states, when they're gambling all the time, right? Just oldies on the slot machines, and most of the workers are just on cleaning up their piss. Wow! And like, because they just stay there, fucking twenty four hours all the time, and they just have to constantly clean yeah. people soil themselves up. That's fucked. Yeah. Well, how's this? Do you reckon this could ever be a thing, right? So I've got a business idea. It's me too. <laughs> so it's like a zoo, but it's for humans. 
right? Oh. So all these people like Ange, we're talking Drunken Duncan, we're talking Tony Pepperoni, talking all these crazy motherfuckers, right, who might be on the street or they might be fucked and struggling for food all the time. Imagine if you could go to like a park where they were in an enclosure and and they got fed, given piss, drugs, whatever they wanted to do to live their life to the fullest because it was going to be fucked on the street and you just got to go and have a yarn with them through like a fucking um, a, a barricade. You know what it's called? What? Jail. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, but they're not all fun. Like I'm talking the fun ones. Provided well, you just said food, drugs, entertainment. Yeah. But, you know, I'm talking where you can rock up. I'm fucking bored. I'm going to see the fucking... Um, going to see the show. I'm going to Go see the, the Trong show. Zoo. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Bong Zoo. <laughs> Go watch the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, probably goes against human rights and stuff. I'm just saying. In a, in a world where there's none of that sort of stuff, it'd be fucking entertaining. Go to Queen Street and you get a fucking lick of it. Yeah, yeah. Hundred <clears throat> percent. Mm. Right, oh, shall we move on? Yeah, probably a good idea. Let's do that, yeah. eh? Howdy doody, fellas. Hey look. I'm hey. going off the back of a couple of episodes and a couple of topics from each episode. Obviously we're all familiar with the drunken Duncan. Mm. Dan and Geelong we had our own version. His name was Junkie Jimmy. He used to fucking punch on with his house all the time and there was more holes in his walls than there is in fucking Swiss cheese. <laughs> as well as that, he used to go around and tip everyone's fucking bins over on bin day. So Friday morning you had to fucking wake up and do all the rubbish before you went to work. As well as that, the most recent potty of Trendsetter Talkback made me think of a question and we finally found the answer to it. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Well, apparently, in the last episode, what came first was the old bloke that was fucking the chickens. Fucked so hard he died. Anyway, boys. Tucker. Stay out of yourself. Oh, Tucker. Your <laughs> I'll leave you with a fact. When you die, your eyes are the last thing to die. Do you want to know why? Just because they die late. Ah, oh. uh, stop it. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, Tucker. That's all I got out of that. <laughs> no, good stuff, mate. That's see, that's a uh, what was his name? Crackhead Jimmy, or Junkie, Jimmy. Junkie, Junkie Jimmy. Jimmy. But see, Junkie Jimmy's not a. There's no room for Junkie Jimmy for me. Like as in the other ones provide that entertainment. And that I don't get any entertainment. Been Junkie Jimmy pushing me fucking bin over and punching holes in his head. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's the that's where the lines crossed. You know, there's no weird funny stuff there. Or maybe watching him fucking shadow box his wall as you drive past, but don't fuck with people's bins, Jimmy. Yeah, there's this bloke I was um, crossing back over in the middle of Broad Beach there the other day, and he was just like um, screaming at this lady. And then he had a bit of a go at me, and I'm like, is he on the phone? Or like, are these, are they had AirPods in. Oh, yeah. But I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck? He was just off his head. Might have been an old man that came up to us in the cab. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> nah, this was another fucking human being, if you mm. call him that. Yeah, copy. <laughs> right, eh? A few weapons today. You fucking, you, it's, I hate those situations because you're fucking going to be like a bit wary. You're with Bub and the Pram. And, oh, well, yeah. that's why, like, I'm like, fuck you, cunt. That's why, like, when you know your local weirdo, it's good, yeah. It's all right because you know they're sort of harmless, or if they aren't, you stay away. But when you're meeting a, another local weirdo that you haven't, you don't know about yet, you are on the back foot because you're like, is this motherfucker just going to come try and bite me or something? 
Yeah, know. and if you do snot him too early. Yeah, oh, come on, mate. That's just fucking tiny pepperoni. Or yeah, that's just yeah. fucking such and such. Yeah. That's no, a wild game, mate. Enclosures, mate. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Boy! Oi! I just want to know, is anyone else's father out there a fucking crackhead? Or is it just mine? Mm. What is mine that? seems to have a great knack of fucking starting off things but never finishing them. Like, for a prime fucking example, he'll get out, go, whip a snip in the lawns, yada, 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 won't complete with mowing. Oh. Or he'll keep something, hold on to it for fucking two years and just let the cunt sit there. Or... Mother will ask him to go and do something. Clean this, finish up that. Nah, he'll go and spend a hundred bucks and fucking tidy the utensil drawer. Anyway, do you know anyone else like this? Let me know. Me. Yep. Really? <laughs> me. Oh, project project I, starter. That's I, me a bit too. No, but I do I do eventually finish some stuff, but like this this the other day, I had to go run leads or do something. Next minute I'll find myself doing the dishes. And I've finished the dishes, then I'm back doing that job. I just can't stick to the same fucking task. I'm the 100% opposite. And it's even to the point where I probably don't start things or do things as much as I should because I need to know that if I start it, I'm finishing it. And even to the point where it doesn't make sense in my head, like the missus will ask me to do something or... I need to go do something which I should do, but I'm like, no, I'm I'm doing this. Like it's yeah. it's actually a problem in my head, the opposite way around. Mine's like, um, or well, I'll pull something apart, whatever, and I'll go, all right, that's the problem. Tomorrow I'll fucking fix the problem. Yeah, and don't get around yeah. to it tomorrow. Yeah, so. well, yeah, yeah. I eventually do, but that's how I sort of do things. I'm like, so just go suss out what the problem is there. Mm. That might be annoying for some people. Pull the light thing off. Oh, the bulb's fucked. Leave the light cap on the ground two days before we go to Bunnings. Yeah. And then finally, maybe at the end of the week, you've got a light bulb again. I'll just know if I've got a job that I know all yeah. the stuff's there for and I can finish it or whatever. I'd love to be like that. I fucking have to. But like I said, it it affects me in another way too is that I can't just go, oh, yeah, I'll, get, I'll give that a go or whatever. I need to know that I've got all the parts. I've got all this and that. And I've got the tools and shit. So it's almost a fuck around sometimes to be like that, but. I reckon it's good sometimes because then the next day I'll go, right, where do I have to go today? Right, i got to go to Bunnings. Got to yeah. get this shit fucking, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, but the missus is like, we equal each other out. Like, the missus is like you with a lot of ways. Like, yeah. she's not bad or whatever. She always hooks into stuff. But, you know, we'll start <coughs> something and maybe not have everything there or whatever, and I'll just be like, oh. But anyway. Yeah, I actually think, um, like, Cass is like you a bit, where she goes, I don't have the energy to even start this because I want to get it done when I do mm. it. That's why she's off me backyard at the moment. <laughs> just shit everywhere. Oh, I just fucking ripped it all up and meant to be turfing it, and that was um, six weeks ago. Daddy's yard. Got to go buy a turf, mate. Look out. How we doing, boys? Steve calling in here, all the way from Scotland. Steve, mate. Got a bit of a yarn for you. The chick came home the other day, she got us a crate of beer. Turns out the shit was alcohol-free. Now, I don't know about yous, but alcohol-free beer to me is a bit like going down in your sister. Tastes the same, but it's just not fucking right, boys. Mm. Stay out of each other. Yeah. I didn't yeah, mind a couple of them, eh? When I tried them. Like, I wasn't bullshitting back in the day when I was fucking trying them. Yeah. There oh, was, a, there was. A, I didn't really could couldn't tell the difference between the Corona, eh? Yeah. Like, look, personally for me, I, it's it's not my thing. No. Um, but 
but there definitely is a place for them. And if people have got a problem with drinking, exactly, probably a better option. If they literally like the taste of it and that's why they drink it, but they can't handle their piss or something, then fucking play on, bro. If you want, if you want to hit them, like my tunes have changed with it. Put it that way. Since we started the show, literally ragged it at the start, you know, about alcohol, alcohol-free beer and stuff. But there's definitely a place in the world for them, eh? Remember that bloke um, on the weekend, and he's like, yeah, yeah, but he still drinks zeros. He goes, oh, I'm not a drinker or whatever. And he goes, yeah, and he's talking about, oh, mate. And he goes, yeah, he still drinks zeros, but I'm like, yeah, zero alcohol. Yeah, there's like, no is alcohol. Is it still bad that he still likes the taste of beer, is it? Yeah, that's right. We're like, yeah, oh, he doesn't drink anymore. Yeah, he's on the zeros. And it's like, can't. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. He was a bit strange. Mm-hmm. I think he was a listener. So shout out to you, mate. <laughs> yeah, stay out, shout out the strange cat. Stay out. <laughs> we can't all be normal. No, we aren't. We fucking up. We're fuckwits. <laughs> <laughs> can't change that either. No, that's right. That's one thing we can't change, you know? Yep. Mm. So get over it. Yes, boys. Thanks for playing me clip the other week. I appreciate it. I've had a pretty pretty rough one, to be fair. Not to bring the tone of the podcast down, but I've, I've got a bit of head noise. I thought I'd just unload it on you. Uh, so we were all lining the streets last week um, for one of the old boys in the in the rugby clubs died. And we're all stood on the on the hill, sort of between the pharmacy at the bottom of my village and the church at the top. And as his hearse is passing, like it's made local news, I don't know whether it's the undertaker's fault or the or a mechanical fault, but the um, the coffins popped out the back of the hearse, literally right in front of me and my my family. Um, oh. And obviously, we're all absolutely shocked at the time. It was quite quite a traumatic experience. Anyway, the coffin slid all the way down the hill, straight through the pharmacy doors. He's popped out of his box onto the pharmacy counter and gone, excuse me, love, have you got anything to stop me coughing? <laughs> <laughs> Stay out of yourselves, you clown bothers. Ah, been a couple of ripper dad jokes. It's, today's been dad jokes, crackheads and fucking... <laughs> bit on. Right. And queering on the grid. Was there one more? One more. Right, eh? One more. Let's finish strong, eh? Then Cambodian's got a bit to sort through. Tommy, Cam, oh, kick me fucking queen bone. <laughs> Boys, Jai from Newey again. Just uh, got a bit of a uh, science talk for you. Now, I'm no scientist, but you know those graphs where, like, the chance of something happening is directly related to some other variable? You know those kind of graphs? Right, I've got one for you. Takeaway shops. If it's got fucking streamers hanging through the door, you know them all them colourful plastic streamers, mm. and they don't let you pay card, oh, that's going to be a filthy good burger. One of them burgers you just got all around your head, fucking sauce on your eyebrow, that kind of shit, mm. and then about an hour later, oh, you could re-render a portaloo. <laughs> but it's good shit. I reckon that's fucking guaranteed. You see the streamers and no card? <whistles> Stay out of yourselves. I can fucking relate directly to that. There's a spot in, um, at the Hazelbrook shops in Calliope, man, like the fish and chip shop. They have a card thing there, but the streamers are there, that old school sort of fish and chip shop vibe. And the burgers they do are fucking unbelievable. Like drop ya, drop ya. But when you're eating them, it's just the fucking nice big stacked burger. My mouth's watering. Good stuff. I reckon I'm with you there, mate. Hmm. Yeah. You see the streamers, you're guaranteed a good feed. Yeah, good, nice big old school burger. Works right? burger. Yeah, 100%. Are you a works burger man, but? Nah, got... well, well, I can't say that I am because. They do get a bit, um, 
but the bun definitely gets a bit soaked. I, yeah, because I just remember whenever we'd order Works Burgers, um, we used to do it all the time. When we were at the wash plant, you know, the um, servo oh, down the road. Oh, that'd be shit, yeah. Servo down the road. So when we'd all get Works Burgers, I'd go no beetroot, no tomato, because by the time you get it back, it's just soaked. And pineapple. Yeah, no, nah, I, I don't get those three. I don't love beetroot. You can't call an Aussie burger an Aussie burger fucking without beetroot. Fucking you can, cunt. No, Fuck your fucking way. Fuck it off. Beetroot needs to be on an Aussie burger. Let us know. I hate fucking sweet shit on a nice savoury burger. No, but you can't call an Aussie burger without beetroot. But like what? Just and that's no, just, the only I reckon thing that's just Aussie. in Australia. Anyway, the trendsetters will fucking let us know. Yeah. Oh, every cunt. So I'm I'm the minority here. I already know that. I don't know. I'm just you, saying, you, you, you might not be. I'm just saying if it's an Australian burger. You know, you know like uh, Macca's, the McOz. Yeah. It's got beetroot. Yeah, get McFucked. <laughs> I'd just be spewing. I would be spewing if someone was like, like, let's just say someone come to Australia and they said, here's Australia, mate, and give them a burger with beetroot on it. I'd go, fuck you, cunt. Yeah, I don't fuck, even like it. That fucking Scotsman would be spot welding. Yeah, well, he, he probably stop would. Stop it, be. he goes. Fuck like him. I said, welcome though, home, welcome down under. I'm the minority with the not liking beetroot thing on it. Like, it's not like I hate beetroot; it's just on that, on that, yeah, that, I yeah. that I don't like it. But I, th- I think you're right, though. I think the majority would agree that the Aussie burger should have beetroot on it. It's just a personal thing for me that I'm like, fuck it off. Pineapple can fuck off. Yeah, it can fuck off. I do like pineapple, but mm. oh, mate, on in it. summer, in summer, some nice cold pineapple. Still, hands down, best pineapple, Costa Rica. I've been, I've been to Costa Rica. In, in Canada. Canada. Yeah. That Costa Rican pineapple. That bloody Costa Rican pineapple, oh, bro. Fucking hell. I used to walk around. I used to fucking, I think I used to steal it as well. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't surprise me, mate. Yeah. It tastes better when it's free as well. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, when you're on 10 bucks an hour, you got to make up for it. That's right. Well, I think what we say. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah. I hurt me way. Yeah, that's right. I think it averaged out to be on about 25 an hour we were on there. Yeah, there's some days I was about 74 an hour. <laughs> oh, wow. Right, eh? Well, uh, there's a few to fucking... That's a, that's a hard one to pick today. I like the two... Um, anyone that's really foreign, probably the two blokes that just got together on the piss. The ricochet. I'm going like this, but you should be going like this. Um, <laughs> yeah, the ricochet and the fucking... Was it a nickname or something? Yeah, there's a couple of jokes in there too. Yeah, jokes and that. Yeah. What are we what do we do? A double up hat for them or something? We can well, do that. We're gonna have to, aren't we? Because they both produced. Yeah, exactly. You can't um Yeah, you can't give one hat between two heads. It'll be a blue for sure. And I I just like the whole thing. They've sat down and gave us a call. They're on the piss together. They yeah. both enjoy the show. Mm. Fucking was one of them named Jack? No, Uncle, full send, full send, full send Frank and Uncle Jacko. Full send no, Franks. Oh, at I, least I got the Jack part. I still remember full, full send, send Franks. Frank, early days. Ringing early days. Yeah. In that, um, mm. in that, where, where, yeah, where we were at your place at the start. So, no, it's good that he Uncle fucking... Jacko was the producer of that drop, like, absolutely joke that dropped us in that Patreon special. Oh, is he? Yeah. Well, there you go. A couple <laughs> of boys that have, have been... they won hats before? I had no, I do not believe so. Well, there you go. That's well. Yeah, worked out well. So good on you, boys. Thanks to everyone for fucking ringing in. Hope you've had an unreal week so far, getting stuck into the weekend. Remember, guys, get around the lures, 6 p.m. on Monday, and the OG drop 
we will pep you with until the 31st of August because we know how much everyone wants to get around one of those hats and the OG shirts. Yep. Can't wait to keep fucking dressing up you trendsetters to be noticing each other in the wild. I love it. So Thank you. Stay ahead of each other, legends. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs>